the greatest job in professional wrestling is the referee. This is a great job. Here you are, you're a referee in a sport with no rules of any kind. How do you screw that up? What do you got, a chair you're gonna bang up? Fine, what are you, automatic weapons? Go ahead, do whatever you like. No, there's no rules, go ahead. Who thought up professional wrestling? I mean, if, you, if there was no professional wrestling, do you think you could come up with this idea? And go, wait a minute, I have a tremendous idea. Why don't we have huge guys in bathing suits pretend to fight? <laughs> Millions of people will come out to see this. I made it. I would have made it. Listen, you today you're late because of me. <laughs> and you get points yes. for being on time. So now you're only negative a billion points. Yeah, sweet. Making uh, ground. They had chainsaws. Literal chainsaws out there. I, we couldn't record anything over there. Uh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. This hey. is <laughs> Jump the Gun on the Hay. Uh, it's no talent required. I don't give a fuck anymore. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> You got the Regal All Access Unlimited Pass. You saw, right. you saw scary stories to tell in the dark. Yes. Did you like it? So going into it, um, I heard nothing but negative things. Not like, oh, this movie's terrible. They were just like, oh, this is not that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was fine. See, I. It's fine. It's weird. I want to like it mm-hmm. because I like a lot of things about it. Yes. And I feel like if I were 12, which I think is the perfect fucking age for this movie. Yeah, yeah it's definitely not for me. I would have loved this mm-hmm. movie because this is, I can't think of a of a like a horror film for kids when I was a kid yeah. that was actually scary in any way. Mm-hmm. Like we had Gremlins and it had a couple of weird scenes that, that kind of got creepy. But mostly it was trying to be funny. We got like Hocus Pocus, which was horror themed, but it was an all, you know, all comedy. Mm-hmm. We had Monster Squad, which was not scary at all, but great. Good movies, uh-huh. but not scary. This one was not a good movie, but really <laughs> scary. And, um, Practical effects. Yeah. All those monsters in that. In that, I think all the monsters were, except for you know the scarecrow with the hole in in, in it. Yeah. So the hole was probably some sort of green screen. I would assume. I don't think they actually impaled a guy. <laughs> but hey man, you how, how how much do you love your art? It's like oh yeah, I'll take a I'll take, I'll take impaling. A, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not gonna have my face on screen. Cool. I'll do that. Done. I'll, I'll say this about the movie. Um, if it made any sense whatsoever, mm-hmm. I think I would have liked it a little bit. But like. Like, what about it didn't make sense? Like, now, one, I hate the whole, it's, it happens all the time where it's like, oh, the ghost is actually just a misunderstood Right, okay, thing. listen. Like, the, 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 but the, it's really killing people, so. I was going to say, the ghost in the movie, it, it, it got fucked over in, in yeah. when, she, when she was a, spoilers, I guess, yeah. but when she was a, when, when the kid was alive, she got fucked over and she was blamed mm-hmm. for murdering all these people and she didn't. But she did murder people from mm-hmm. beyond the grave. She killed children. If it was, if it was just like, cause like, I guess we're gonna give the spoiler. Yes, right now. Uh, the spoilers uh, if you want to see it. Although if you're an adult listening to this, don't fucking see this take movie. Your kid. It'd be a fun one to take your kid to. I'm gonna take my kid back to it. So um, I'll, I'll have, I will have watched it twice. <laughs> um, so like, if she had just like, there's a asshole teenager in this movie that like terrorizes the main character. By the way, really good asshole teenager. Like mm-hmm. Stephen King level bullying in this yeah, movie, just, which is great. Yeah, um, if she just went after the bad kids, mm-hmm. you'd kind of see the point. She went after everybody. Yep, and including uh, uh, like a cop that did nothing wrong who was not involved with any of it. Uh, he had some subtle racism going on. Subtle Very racism, subtle. But he, was, he, he never came out and said or did anything racist. Yeah. And, and again, this goes back to my point of this movie doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Each time a story is written about one of the kids, the ghost or the book or whatever targets that kid and that kid only. Mm-hmm. Like the little, the, the fucking fall apart demon guy was yeah. only chasing the kid. Yeah. And, 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 and whatever. But then at the, at some point they're like, oh, fuck it. I'll just snap this cop's neck too. It mm-hmm. doesn't make any fucking sense. Also, when you get, st- okay, I, I didn't read the book. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the book explains this a little bit more. Uh-huh. But the movie didn't. So I'm only holding it up to what the movie says. Why? 
And I know I'm talking about a scarecrow that comes to life. So already you got to, you know, suspend your disbelief a little bit. But the scarecrow stabs this bully with a with the pitchfork, which, yeah. by the way, I was shocked because I was at this point, I was not sure if this was a kid's movie or not. OK, because like even in PG-13 kids movies, no one dies. There was still no blood in this stabbing, which I found. There's weird. no blood. Uh, it was a clever way to not have blood, have the kid turn into a scarecrow and all the. That was my question coming out. At what? Why would a kid? <laughs> the, the scarecrow stabbed a motherfucker and that made the kid turn into how? Why? Why does that happen? Like, also. Scarecrow came to life. So. Also, there's some shit in this movie where it's like, like the whole the main the main character, the girl who, by the way, great actor. I mm-hmm. liked all the acting here, but but the, the there was a whole thing about how her mom left when she was young, mm-hmm. and that people in the town blame the fact that her mom left on the kid somehow, and they never did fucking anything with it. <laughs> and that's just such a weird thing to think, like, oh, that mom left. That fucking two-year-old must be a real piece of shit. I don't know, man. In the must si- be a in the, real piece of dude, shit. In the sixties, people were all fucked up. They were blaming everything <laughs> on everybody. Who who knows? Also, I did like I did like the scene where she calls her dad and like lets him know, and then he does nothing. You've got a great actor in that role, super good, Dean, and Norris? he does really nothing. Maybe they're no. setting him up for the sequel because oh, like, they're not getting it. They totally are. They're not getting it. It didn't make any money. Yeah, it did. didn't need to. Watch, watch. Do you the, not the know home, how things the work? The home release will do well. Do you anyway, not know how movies work? It doesn't need money. They'll just keep anyway, it. Yeah. Um, the, the world needs content, Gary. This is proof. Yeah. Um, the world needs... And, and you know what? If we if, if this show depended on how much money it made, <laughs> it would not continue either. Exactly. Um, That's my point, man. I, I'm, anyway. I'm saying that there was, too, there was too many good things about the movie for me to hate. Uh-huh. But... Like, That's if, how I felt. My... Fo- well, like I told you, going into it, my when it was announced, mm-hmm. I was excited for it. Right. Then uh, it got very little press, and I was like, "Oh, that's not that's not good." Yeah, it came out, and it just like just kind of eh. And then um, everybody that I talked to had seen it had given the same response, like you, like it's eh, eh. And then I went to it, going like, "Yeah, it's fine." The reason it's like, better than so many bullshit PG thirteen. It's the best PG thirteen horror film I've I've watched. Nope, take that bag. Drag me to hell. Yeah, that's yep, and, drag and, me to hell. And, and the sixth sense was also. Are you saying that the that scary stories to tell in the dark? By the way, shorten that up. I understand. <laughs> I understand. It's a it's a based on the book, but we got uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Why the fuck are you taking up all the letters? You don't need to make your fuck. By the way, Fast, Fast and, and the Furious, Furious presents, presents the Hobbs and Shaw. You could have gone Hobbs and Shaw. That would have Hobbs been fun. and Shaw. We know where you're from. Yeah, we get it. We got it. Also, we don't care. <laughs> just drive things into things. and They're just, like, Fast and Furious is going to be the animal house of, of action movies. Have you seen Fast and the Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw? No. I will say this. I've never... What was that? I like, mean, you just locked your... My, uh, I've never laughed harder in a movie than one scene in Fast... Like, normally I laugh at the Fast and the Furious movies mm-hmm. just because they're fucking ridiculous and it's they're basically... They're 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 less believable than like the superhero movies. Yeah, like I believe Spider, like I believe Superman could exist more than like Paul Walker driving that car sometimes. But uh, I guess both don't exist anymore. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> take that. Set, set yourself up for that um, one. Oh, but but there's a scene when um, Yo, you woke up in the morning. You're like, I'm gonna stick it to Paul Walker. That's today. right. <laughs> I wake up every morning trying to stick it to that motherfucker. So there's a scene in the movie where uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson is. Putting this guy's head, like he's trying to, he's like knocking this dude out, using his head to, to. it's one of those like thumb scanner things, okay. and he's trying to like, or retina scanner thing, so he's, he's in the process of stealing the man's retina, he's also knocking him out by slamming his head into it, yeah. and it doesn't work at first, so he has to keep doing it, and then when, when it pans out, you see that he's done that to a literal pile of dude's like the, and I I laughed at that. That made me I like that. Look, they went for a joke, and it was funny. It's not just, but that that's the kind of shit you deal with in that movie. Um, it's cartoon. It's, it's a cartoon. Uh, I'm in movie pass mode again, where everything goes. Yeah, I'm watching. Like we're doing the the trailer thing, where like me and the little sister trailers go up. We don't talk during trailers because mm-hmm. we're not assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just look at each other. We get thumbs up or thumbs down for a yep. movie. Um, it's all thumbs up now, man. It's all free movies. Everything's worth, uh, uh, and do you do the thing where it's like, as soon as you sit down, it's like, all right, movie, 
entertain me. You're on the clock, forty five minutes. Because if you don't, I'm out of here. Because I'm no, not I don't, anything. I don't. I don't leave the movie. When I when Movie Pass was was working, uh-huh. I, I sat down at movies that I knew I did not want to watch, and I was like, forty five minutes. <laughs> if you, if I want if I still want like I don't want to be here now. Yeah. I'm only here because this movie is free. If I don't want to stay at forty five minutes, mm-hmm. you've lost me. Sorry. Amy, uh, what's her name? Not Amy Poehler. Amy Schumer? Yeah, sorry, Amy Schumer, but all of your movies yeah. don't make it past that. Sorry. Oh, by the way, I saw The Kitchen also. How was that? Horrible! Yeah. The trailer did such a good job yeah, of making really me think good. that it's a good movie. And then, like, I'm like, oh, because, like, Melissa McCarthy will make a shitload of Melissa McCarthy movies that are all mm-hmm. terrible. And then she'll make, like, one or two where it's like, oh, oh shit. Did you watch uh, Could You Ever Forgive Me? Yeah, oh, I, I love that one. Yep. It's so good. And I thought this was continuing was that like, quality. Oh, like the the three for you, one for me. This one, this one is it's a it's a real stinker. I say, Damn but you it. know what was surprisingly great and possibly the best movie I've seen since this whole Regal All Access thing started, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. It's oh, yeah? fucking funny. Uh, the guy in that's always hilarious. Every movie, Eugenio he's in. Derbez, great, or Michael Pena, who depending Both on both of them. Yeah, but uh, Eugenio is this uh, one great. This one is uh, I talked about this uh, like yesterday. This is like they they fucking out Disney Disney with like this is how you're supposed to adapt a cartoon. Like this is not the show because if you watch the show, it's for three. It's like three year olds. Mm-hmm. It's the youngest of the young kids, right? So I'm like, how the fuck are you gonna? Would that be a good? Uh... So about scary movie. Yeah, the to thing, tell in the, the dark. Most, yeah, the most nostalgic part of that was the drive-in movie. Would that be a good double feature? Dora and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? No, because I think, as weird as it sounds, I think Dora is targeted to a much older audience than Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is. That'd be great. You take your kids to both of them. You're going to watch Dora. You can get the pizza going. No, I think you you do it the other way. You, you go you, Scary you, Stories first? Because Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is for kids. Yeah. It's, it may be a little too scary for the younger kids, but mm-hmm. Dora is too boring for the younger kids. Like, if, you, mm-hmm. if you're if you at the age where you like the show, you are not going to... Well, I think uh, the movie's for the age of the people who used to like the show. That's exactly right. It's for 20-year-olds. Okay. The, the, the movies were... <laughs> like, I was in there, and there were so many children at the Dora movie, and they were all talking and running around because no. they were just bored. It's not for kids. There's nothing... I mean, there's the little... There's the monkey. That's a cartoon. By the way, I, I know it's a stupid kids movie. Or at least it's supposed to be, right? So there's a part where, where Dora, she meets she meets uh, Swiper the Fox, which for some reason is, is Benicio Del Toro for some reason. I love it. But love she, it. she meets the fox, and she is so shocked that there's a talking fox. Did I, rec- did I hit record? I hope you did. We talked for a while. We have talked for a while. I did. We talked for so eleven. We talked your, for eleven minutes. In the middle of your yeah. voice, oh, you I didn't so, want to keep going. You got so scared. Anyway, she 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 meets Swiper, the talking fox, and she mm-hmm. is by the way terrible special effects on this Dora movie. But she uh, she meets Swiper, and she's shocked that there's a talking fox. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. she's been talking to a talking monkey the entire fucking movie. And I, I again, it's kids movie. Yeah, but. That was filled with kids, and that movie was not for kids. That movie is for 20-year-olds who used to watch Dora. Meanwhile, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, I don't know how it was for you, not a single child in that one. No. It was oh, all we went late last night. It was like 10 o'clock last night. I went at 11.30 in the morning, uh, yeah. and, and there was only, I think the youngest, there was a couple of maybe 25-year-olds or something mm-hmm. in there, and most, I was like middle middle of the road, and then there were some older people than that. It's like uh, it, it happened three times in the movie, and nothing makes me happier. Then when someone's on their phone, uh-huh. and then I hear that drop. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> it's I love so it. great. There's, it's there's, like, yes. I, I enjoy being around when somebody uh, out loud just tells people they're done with something. <laughs> so there's a scene that there's, the, it's in the trailers. There's a, there's a pimple, there's a pimple popping scene that's kind of gross at first. Like I was excited for the, it. The weird thing no about that yeah. scene is like the part they show you in the trailer is the only real creepy part. Once mm-hmm. you get to the weird CGI spider part, it's like, oh, this isn't scary anymore. Yeah. But, but also, but, but they they saved her. Yeah, somehow. Right. No real reason. Nothing. Oh, and just, and again, it goes back to okay. So the girl stole the ghost book. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are you punishing the the other girl who was literally forced into the house who had who nothing? Who was trying to save the kids? Right. 
No. Oh. But, but at the point where she's in the mirror poking and like squeezing the pimple thing mm-hmm. before any grossing happens, I heard a lady in the theater go, "Oh, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> that made me. Oh happen. no. Okay, so guys, right. that was the uh, part of the show that's not about wrestling. Okay. Because also, uh, are we gonna talk about wrestling? Well, I thought that's what we were gonna. Do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Also, <laughs> I want to talk, talk about, about this show. Saw me pull in. Yeah. My 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 sweet whip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whip's back. So I had to get this out of the shop. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I have to take the bus. First time I'm on the bus in a while. I like taking the bus. Forgot my headphones. Oh, no. Kind of glad I did. Why? Here's what happened. Okay. I live right down the street from a, uh, a mental hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, small little clinic. Uh, it's, 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 it's people get people Convenient get, um, for you. <laughs> it is. It is. There's actually a farmer's market in front of it right now. Um, mm. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they had a farmer's market on a Tuesday. Tuesday mornings uh, through August. Oh, you know what? I, yeah. When I picked you up, I drove past that. Yeah. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway. It's not in front of the... Oh, that it is, is right in front of I was thinking, like, directly across the street from you was like a Christian high school or something, right? That is a Christian high school. Then there's the insurance place. And then across the street from that You know what? The, uh... Keep the Christians and the crazies all together, I yep. say. So it works. Um, Let them go back. There should be a bridge between the two where they can just... High five on their way back and forth. So I get on the bus directly across the street from me. Little Jesus, next little Thorazine. Next up is the uh, the mental hospital. Right. Lady, young lady, mm-hmm. gets on the bus. She still has her tag on her wrist. Uh-oh. She has her plastic see-through bag with her medication and her belongings. Yep. Just got out. Suicide watch, baby. She's very, like, she's ha- looks happy to be out. Just got out. <laughs> I'm sure she sits not. down, very friendly, like, ta- like asks me, like, hey, do you know the time? Give her the time, and then she's like real friendly, but like not too like per like just a regular. I don't want to say just a regular, but just like normal. Yeah, like she was like, "What's the time? Cool." And then she's like, "Do you know if they?" Because she was asking about the free cell phone giveaway things that they have in front of the transit center. I'm all, "Yeah, if you get there bef- before five, they should still be set up." And then she's like, "Oh, cool, thanks." And that's it. Like no overly talking. I don't want to say like normal person, but like most most people get on the bus and they're just assholes, whether they're coming out of the mental hospital or not. They just want to either want to talk or they're. They, she's just so like. So you're calling a, Rosa Parks an asshole? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, she's like friendly, talks to sister, and then like you know we just boom the next stop the bus driver. Uh, taking like a little five minute break at the next stop, yeah. eating his Jimmy John sandwich. I don't like that. What do you mean, Jimmy John's or taking the five-minute break? Oh, I no, I'm never saying anything bad about Jimmy John's. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like how they take their breaks just wherever they want. I think well, they no, should go it, back. It was at the, uh, like, the next stop is like the, uh, it's a time stop where mm-hmm. you have a certain time to be there. And if you're there early. Still don't like it. But anyway, don't he like took it. his break there, gets a sandwich, sits next to the lady. Mm-hmm. She's a, she's an attractive young lady. She's probably a couple years younger than me. Yeah. Sits next to her. This guy's an older gentleman, long hair. Mm-hmm. Starts eating his Jimmy John's. Ask her, whoa, just get out of the loony bin? <laughs> <laughs> the loony bin! I was like, well, uh, and then she's like, uh, yeah, and like, just like, kind of, kind of, kind of bashful. He's like, oh, it gets worse. Oh, what happened? Try to kill yourself? She's like, she can tell, she's like, what? Not hey, some stuff. Hey, first of all, yes, that's what <laughs> happened. 100% that's what happened, because guess what? If it was anything else, wouldn't be out. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. She was like, oh, you know, stuff, some stuff happened. But she, you can tell she was, like, trying to move past it. She's a nice lady. She's like, yeah, stuff happened. Like, I'm feeling good. Like, she can tell she's feeling good. Right. Well, She's well. like, oh, you're not going to do anything, right? You're good? You're better? Gives her the thumbs up? You, you, you feeling better? She's like, yeah, yeah, thanks. Like, uh, like until this point, I'm pretty sure she was feeling pretty good hey, about herself. Can, can I just say, uh, I, 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 you know, everyone's got a job. Uh-huh. And, you know, whatever your job is, you should be proud of it. But how about bus drivers don't help with mental uh, illness? How about bus drivers drive the fucking butt? By the way, if you didn't take your goddamn Jimmy John's break, you wouldn't have time to ruin some kid's life. Fucking stop so, it. So, boom, break's over. Thank God. He's uh, driving, still chatting with her. No. Still like, you know, hey, what's going on? She looks over to me. I'm wearing my Hello Kitty shoes. They're awesome. Oh, my God. She's like, oh, are those Hello Kitty? Heck yeah, they are. What's going on? Yeah, they're damn right they're Hello Kitty. She talks about how she loves cats. Oh, cool. I'm bus, surprised bus you driver. Didn't bring her here right now. Bus driver. Oh, I just got a cat neutered last week. Uh, you know, it was just starting to get you know real real friendly with me. And then she's like, "Yeah, I do love cats, dude. Like, uh, like I'm looking forward to getting a cat soon, boy." 
Yeah, not this one. This one got torn up by a wild animal not two days ago. What the fuck? Like, I'm not saying you've got to handle every situation with kid gloves, but clearly you just picked up a lady, just gone through some shit, and you're just piling on or, the trauma. Or, or maybe just don't talk about that to anyone ever. Or or when you see, like when you're talking about a cat, you have that in your in your pocket, like my cat just died. You got a person who's maybe emotionally on the fence about stuff. It, it doesn't just matter. Just don't bring it up. It doesn't matter. Why would that be appropriate <laughs> to say to a stranger? No. Also, Looney Ben. Looney <laughs> Ben. How old was this guy? He's gotta be fifties. That's still probably too young to be saying loony bin like that. That's weird. Okay, so... So, boom, and that was it. I, uh, Jinx is making friends on public mm-hmm. transportation. No, then my stop came. I got the fuck off that bus. I'm surprised she... I am scared to what honestly, happened last I'm next. surprised she didn't just get off at whatever <laughs> stop was next. She had to get downtown. Stand at a friend's place, man. Um, I like how you know way too much about this person's life. Didn't have headphones on, man. All right, so here's the deal. And then um, I go pick up my car. Yeah. Mechanic doesn't really know me, and I'm like, "Oh, hi! I'm picking up the car for uh, Christopher Jenkins." Mm-hmm. Real name? Second week in a row, Real you've name? given your entire name on the podcast, and the guy was like, "Oh, the infamous Malibu." Is your car so fucked up all the time? Apparently, apparently, I'm putting somebody's kid through college at that Pet Boys over there. They got pictures of your car on their fridge, <laughs> Just like this. Damn, like this, this guy. Is this going. is the one. <laughs> pay intuition. I was like, "God damn it, man!" You should just keep taking the bus. No way. Just get rid of the car. No way. Why? I wait, if I can get rid of the car, I would in a heartbeat. I wait. Oh, way too much. Money. Yeah. Here's how you do it. Ready? Yeah. Throw the keys inside, and I'll take you home. <laughs> that's how you get rid of the car. Get rid of it. Yep. No, it's running, running smooth now, man. They fixed oh, great. It, they fixed it well. Yeah. Another about 20,000 um, miles, and then something else. You're going to need to ride in about two months? Two months, yeah. Okay, I'll be there. Two months solid. I'll be there. Thanks, man. With a bus pass. <laughs> I have a bus right. pass. I take my little sisters. She you gets should, one free every you month. Sh- you should just ride the bus. That's terrible, man. Like, why? So, like, say I want to get a haircut. You want to get a haircut? Say I want to get a haircut. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> having a car, mm-hmm. thirty minute thing. I go downtown, go to the shop, right. get a haircut, leave. I'm home within an hour. Mm-hmm. With a bus, that is a three hour job. That is a forty five minute it's a, it's a, ride it's there. A, it's a journey. It's a trip. It's an adventure. Sounds terrible. By the way, speaking of haircuts, I'm in the middle of one. I haven't had one. Let's look at this. It's like it wants to be a mullet so bad. It's trying, but I can't do anything. Does the duck bill? I'm at. I'm at. I'm at the. I'm at the weird. Like I want every every two years. I want hair for some reason. Uh So I I let the hair grow out. But there's that that month and a half time where like I cannot. It's too short to comb. So it's just gonna be whatever it wants to be. But also, I look stupid. I look like I'm not. Yes, yeah, that's not great. I'm trying. I'm trying to outquaff you, Jinx. I want my quaff back. Quaff. I'm not gonna outquaff you. I have terrible hair, but I want some hair back. I'm. T- I, I miss combing my hair. I really do. And honestly, if you can tell by the bald spot, I don't have too many opportunities. Have you? Um, speaking of the bald spot, have you tried the um, like any of the the hair treatment stuff? No, I'm just like gonna go bald or something like that. Why does everybody want to fix it? You're supposed to go bald. I'm going bald. You don't have to. It's an option now. No, it's not. It's the, that's their. That's their tagline. Nature wanted me to slowly but surely lose my hair. That is what has started happening. Uh-huh. And I'm going to let that be. Okay. I don't understand. But for the, I mean, listen, I shaved my head all the time no. since I was like a kid, basically. Why would I, of all people, complain about losing the hair when I purposely get rid of it all the time anyway? It makes no sense. Anyway, that was, all, that was all the podcast most people are going to listen to. Okay. Because now it's all wrestling talk. Heck yeah. And we tried to sandwich it in with some Seinfeld. But this we're this is tough, man. I'm not even happy with my cast. Neither like, am I. Even, yeah, I I'm not happy with the. We're doing a build a cast. We're gonna recast Seinfeld using pro wrestlers. Yeah, uh, and I put myself in a little bit of a box. Like we didn't talk about which wrestlers we can use, but I kept mine current WWE. Wrestlers. I got mostly. I got a dead person, and I got <laughs> someone. I got someone who's not in the WWE. I did. My thinking was like, oh, I'm gonna tr- like WWE Studios is putting mm. this out now. <laughs> That would be... The, they're, put, they're doing it for the network. God, can you imagine <laughs> if that were to fucking happen? I did imagine it, and I put it together. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, by the way, I someone someone sent us their cast list. Okay. Was listener of the show. Cast Jay, list for this? Jay Butler Brown. Yeah, they sent me their cast list. Oh, you told them beforehand? Yes. Okay. They She sent me the cast list. She got very upset because last time 
She sent an email for our last bill to cast, and then we took a week off, and I never read her email. And boy, has she taken up residence in my ass. So <laughs> remind me at the end of this to read her cast list. Gotcha. So I don't get another fucking email about what an asshole I am. Anyway. Do you want me to remind you? Because I would like her to email you about being an asshole. Let's put it this way. If I don't remember, it's up to you. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, you, maybe you fuck me over and I get that email. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh-huh. maybe by the time we're done with this, we're too hot to read your oh, fucking email. Oh, who knows? I want, I want single layer on the shirt today, just in case. Oh, the single layers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they're for me. I was way too, like, ready. Sometimes. Like, you, like, you, you How would sung, I know? You've sung this song before. How would I know you would, t- you would say single layers? Because you use layers. cheap toilet paper, and this is what you sing to yourself as you wipe your own ass. First of all. Oh, first of all. Ply. Spare no expense. You could have you could have reused single layer, but nah. you went single ply. What single ply? Who's the asshole today? It's not me. It's you. Right. And Jay Four, Butler Brown. Fourteen percent. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. So we're ca- just so we know. Here are the characters we're casting. We're casting Jerry, obviously. George Elaine Kramer Newman, the Soup Nazi Jay Peterman, Tim Watley, and Putty. I meant to throw in the Maestro too. Well, but we're I not there was doing too many. That. Um, <laughs> if we had the Maestro, I would put Natty in there. Natty. Natalia. Why? She would have played the maestro. I think she would have been a great maestro. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, so do you want to go first with your... By the way, I I think we might have a few overlaps here. Okay, the same people? I think... I, I doubt I, it. I, I think we, we might have used some. Uh, I think we did. I doubt it. Okay, do you want to go first with your Jerry? Or how do many do you, you think we've, we have in a row? The, how many no, no, do we have the, in the same? Maybe not the same... But we use the same wrestler? Yeah. I'm going to say two. All right, I can see I two. We, I can, I see, think two. We got I can two. see two. Okay, so you want to go with your Jerry, or you want me to go? I'll go with my Jerry. Okay, who do you get? Dolph Ziggler. He's a comedian. He's a comedian. He's got range. Mm-hmm. And he he, act, he acted like Goldberg was, he was a threat. Great, great. By he the, was. That was the funniest thing. And then he did it again last night. Did you watch it? Um, no. I watched mm-hmm. a little bit of it. I watched the the where, Sasha Banks stuff, and I watched where he uh, got beat. Like he tapped out to the Miz, uh-huh. and then afterwards did the same thing. Where give me the mic. I got my ass beat, but he's like, any asshole can get lucky, <laughs> all right? <laughs> you can't face me one-on-one like a man, and then he just comes out and beats him down again. Dolph Ziggler deserves so much more than he's yeah. getting right and now. And he really, he really is a good comedian. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just, like, you would think he'd go up there and all of his stuff is kind of, no, I don't want to disparage the good name of Mick Foley and all he's done yeah, for wrestling fans, comedian. but mm-hmm. he just tells wrestling stories. Yeah, he's uh the he's wrestling's Kevin Smith. And by the way, if you just Which I, which I enjoy. Yeah. I if, enjoy that. If you just tell wrestling stories to wrestling fans, that's cool. But that's not what Dolph Ziggler does. He is a guy who wrestles and then afterwards goes to the funny bone and and talks about whatever the fuck he talks about. Mm-hmm. So he's funny. Good choice for Jerry. Yep. He's the he's the only true comedian in professional wrestling, I would say. I see Cole Cabana too. He's been doing uh, he and he's really trying to push his outside wrestling stuff so. now. But yeah, you, he's he's also a, a, like a just it's ninety percent wrestling stuff. Um, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. So I I went a different route. All right, I went with a with someone who's been known to be funny in wrestling as well. Someone who's got a sense of humor, but I need it. So Jerry's the star, mm-hmm. and because Jerry Seinfeld. And the, the person I went with also has made movies and is not good <laughs> at all and not a good actor. But Jerry Seinfeld was a shitty actor. Yes. Especially those first few. Like, he grew into it a little bit, but he was terrible. Once you realize he didn't have to act. Just yeah. Just be who he, It's fucking your show. But I wanted to bring someone that was the the name. He was the face of the company. He yeah. was the face of professional wrestling. I thought about Hogan. But mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to put... I don't want to talk about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so I went with the other. I went with the face that followed Hogan. I went with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Because just imagine Steve Austin with Jerry's hair. Like season one Seinfeld <laughs> Jerry's hair you put, would be you great. Put, you put that wig on him? <laughs> I can see that. Um... Uh, <laughs> Because he's funny. He's a funny character. Like like back in like in the early two thousands when Steve Austin was a was a bad guy, mm-hmm. and he was like super paranoid and giving Vince McMahon hugs all the time and <laughs> and just jealous of everybody who who talked to Vince. McMahon. That was hilarious. That was some hilarious stuff when he when Kurt Angle made him cry because he would push him into a kiddie pool. That's that stuff was great. And it, everything he would do like after Raw went off the air. If you ever got to watch any of that stuff, all of that shit's funny. Seeing you know, Jimmy you know, Buffett. Like any of these movies, I'm trying to think of a great movie. 
You keep thinking for a great Steve There's Austin. There's the um, Running Man ripoff. I liked it. Where he's on an island. No, that's not a Running Man ripoff. That's like a Battle Royale ripoff. That's um, a, it's the, condemned. the Condemned. I like that one. He didn't talk. That's fine. You know what? what the, the best, other one? best uh, performance would be The Expendables, right? That was his best singular performance. I've only seen the first Expendables. I don't know if he's he was in that one. Yeah, maybe I don't remember even that one. That, that the famous story where he fucked up Stallone so bad that he uh, he, he had to get like three neck surgeries. No, you know what he's great in hmm. uh, the remake of The Longest Yard, where he plays like a uh, racist guard. Yeah, and then he was like doing the air guitar. Fucking hilarious. That's how a white man plays guitar. That's what he said. That was one of his lines. Yeah, but uh, it's still an Adam Sandler movie. One of the better Adam Sandler I movies. I like that movie but... a lot. Okay. Well, okay, so oh, we what? got Dolph Ziggler and and or Steve Stone Austin. Cold Steve Austin. Okay. So that was my that was my mainstream. That was my big pick, right? I mm-hmm. think I think this is perfect casting. So we went with George next, right? Okay. So George, he's like a lovable loser. Yep. And I wanted to find like a fr- I wanted to make this true to to pro wrestling storylines. So I was like, who's Steve Austin's friend? Okay. He doesn't have one. He doesn't have any friends. Uh, I heard he doesn't trust anybody. Yeah. So I had to I had to I had to abandon that that plan. So I just had to go. Terrible with, plan, by the way. I had to go. Because you're just cast the NWO if you're just <laughs> if you're true. just keeping all friends. True. So I had to I had to think like who's 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 pro wrestling's lovable loser. Okay. Who do you like to see lose on a on a regular basis? And then I thought, well, I gotta go Gilbert here. All right. But then you know what? I don't I don't know how lovable he is. And then I thought, well, uh, there's Barry Horowitz. He's mm-hmm. he was he's he's the best loser. Yeah. But I, I went with someone who who made who turned losing into an art form. I went with Kurt Hawkins. He's he's right. got the longest reigning losing streak in professional mm-hmm. wrestling. Kurt Hawkins. Two zero over the Undertaker. Really? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. I went with um, this is I picked this is a weird pick. Mm-hmm. I went with Xavier Woods. I went with somebody short, right, and funny as shit, and who could he is who funny. can play a joke, who could be the butt of a joke. Yep, he's been. That's who yeah. I went. Like I was thinking Drake Maverick, cause, but he's pretty new still. Shit, man, Drake Maverick is, is entertaining. <laughs> yeah, is he, have you have you seen? Have you followed him on Instagram? No. Okay, so whenever they have like special events, like uh, this past weekend with SummerSlam, they'll have like the fan events where you can go. Oh, and take I saw a picture. that where he like pretended to be like all dressed up in John Cena gear. No, 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 no. Okay. He, he's got he, he's it, so you you stand in line at these fan events and mm-hmm. you can it's just picture after picture with these people and you know even the bad guys are smiling in the pictures or whatever. You can look at Drake Maverick posted ten in a row of of pictures of him with fans. And he looks extremely unhappy to be there. It's the exact same face every time. Just, I don't like you. I don't like this. I'm unhappy to be there. And the caption he wrote under all the pictures were, I suck. <laughs> He's great. I love him. Um, he would have made a good George. Yeah, he would have made a good George. But uh, I like Xavier Woods, mostly because he doesn't have enough to do in wrestling. Just he really does Yeah, he comes out and does the uh, horn every once in a while. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> So yeah, getting cast in this as a as a Dolph Ziggler's friend, he's a level loser. That'd keeps be a good getting pair. yeah, keeps getting uh, fired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the idea because he can pull the race card every time he gets fired. That's right. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised George didn't do. There wasn't an episode <laughs> where George actually pulled the race card on mm-hmm. somebody. That would have been good. Okay, you want to go with your Elaine? Yeah. Um. So the only I went Bailey. Okay. Because she's like kind of the only one where I felt where. She could have a good time in a show. Everybody else is because I kind of like cast their character, wrestling character, more than like the actual right person. And she's the only one where I felt like she would be like she can get herself into these situations that would be funny. Uh, the other ones, like I just think everybody would take themselves too seriously. Yeah, well, you're just like, eh. I, I, I went the same route where I, I it, like because Elaine. Sadly, because uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus is super funny, mm-hmm. but sadly, like. I wouldn't watch an Elaine spinoff. That's the that's the boring character, like yeah. it just just character. Like she's not funny. Her character's not funny so much. Mm-hmm. But the shit that happens to her and around her is funny. Yeah. So I had to pick someone who is not funny, okay. but someone who gets in, someone who's usually the butt of the joke or has to react to some shit going down. So I, I thought back to uh, all those times between uh, uh, Chris Jericho and Stephanie McMahon. Uh huh. 
I really enjoyed every time she would get a cake in the face or uh, fall over or get hit something. I went Stephanie McMahon for my lane. See that. Also, in the there was a brief time where there was some hair overlappage where Stephanie had that weird '90s hair, mm-hmm. and so did Elaine. I think you could switch hairs, and they would they would look the same. So I, I I cast Stephanie based on hair. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right. All right. Next okay up, uh, next up, we got Kramer. Yep. Okay. I like my Kramer. I like my Kramer too. Mm-hmm. Now I I thought I thought back. I thought long and hard. <laughs> I thought long and hard. I was like, who's I need to I need to get someone who's quirky and weird. Uh-huh. I need to cast somebody who uh, has truly made me laugh. Okay. In rest- and by the way, it's hard for like a comedy gimmick in wrestling to truly be funny. Yeah. So uh, there's only a handful of people. Like Santino has made me laugh in the past. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Guerrero has made me laugh in the past when he's been assigned to the comedy stuff. Uh-huh. But then I thought about there's only one guy really that that is. I pick Goldust from a Kramer. Okay. Because I think he could pull... I honestly think he could pull off the... Like, take him out of the face paint. And I still think he, he would, he would he can, try to he, do he that. He can do some wacky stuff. He can. Like, like again, it's it was probably offensive to those who do suffer from Tourette's. <laughs> and the logic of getting electrocuted to get Tourette's. But, yeah. but the whole storyline where he gets electrocuted and he gets Tourette's, that was great. That whole, that whole stuff, and again, mm-hmm. I realize I'm laughing at someone with Tourette's that doesn't actually have Tourette's. But you know what? Fucking Eugene was funny too, and that shit was terrible. So you know, you gotta, you gotta, just like you have to suspend your disbelief yeah. to enjoy scary stories to tell in the dark. Sometimes you have to just be a dickhead and be a bad person to enjoy some of the good things in life. God damn it! Gold dust in my. Crumbly. I picked somebody who, even last night, made me laugh. Ooh, keeps making me laugh every time I see him on screen. Mm-hmm. Who? <sighs> Who in a Kramer role uh-huh. could be the butt of a joke? And like how Kramer, like the funniest parts about Kramer is when he doesn't realize that something so simple, like is kind of against him. Like he's not seeing it right. And mm-hmm. this person, the same thing happens to him all the time. He doesn't see it, even when he thinks he does see it. He doesn't. Hmm. I went Elias. Oh, I don't. As Kramer, great. I don't know. Oh, I know. By the way, I know we're not done here yet, Uh but I'm going to give you a little spoiler. I did not cast R Truth, and I hope that you did (laughs) because I feel like R Truth is the one guy in wrestling that needs to be on a sitcom somewhere because he's great. Mm -hmm. Also, don't worry about him dying because he's going to live forever and look 26 the whole time. Uh, Oh, I would cast him. I didn't cast him on this, but he would be uh, George's father. (laughs) (laughs) Xavier, he would be. He would be the Jerry Stiller. Xavier Woods is what twenty years younger than uh, R Truth. It works. He looks older than yep. R Truth. How is that possible? Baby oil. I guess. <laughs> Fucking clean living. <laughs> I don't know. He hung out with Road Dog when he first got there. I don't think his living was so clean at the beginning. Plus, didn't he go to prison? Is that is that true? Or is that just know. is that just uh... see? Because that, that's weird. I know that Booker T did did I know serve Booker time. Booker T served time, served MVP. But then when when our truth came back to the WWE, they made a whole thing about how he he had gone to prison. Now I'm starting to I'm think that he maybe just got that's maybe not... arrested once. I don't even think that's true. I think yeah. they, I think that's I mean, another that case of, whole, of Vince like, McMahon he's a saying, black guy. Let's... "Yeah, Vince McMahon saying, oh, that he didn't go to another organization. He's black. They'll believe he got arrested.'" Um, next up is Newman. All right, yeah. Now we're going to the sub characters where we could really have some fun. And I did Newman. Yeah. <sighs> maybe I just body typed cast this guy. Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Paul Heyman. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but but body type wise, yes. Mm-hmm. But and I think he he can he can. Dude, he's the perfect George. Why didn't we go with Newman? I thought about that, oh, but man. I like I like him as Newman because he's a schemer. He's got he's got different Let things. Me tell you something, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just see, and then I can just see him and Elias making sausages and Jerry in Ziggler's thing. <laughs> Just dancing. By the way, when you actually put these wrestlers, when you when you picture them in these actual yeah. situations that happen on the show, it is it's a different kind of comedy because you got these three hundred pound dudes and they're talking about Pez dispensers. That's and right. Shit. Uh, did you watch any Seinfeld, by the way, to prepare for this? No, I, I've watched a ton of it. I haven't watched it. In like it's a been week a or so. while since I have seen. Like it's been years since I've actually watched Seinfeld. 
So oh, uh, I do it all the time. Like it'll be on TBS or something. I'm like, Hell I know yeah, it's next, always on next hour. But I'm watching because, this because it's always on is why I don't oh, watch yeah. it. I think. Mm-hmm. But so I, I went. I went to the old Hulu. Fired some up. Mm-hmm. God damn, man! It's I mean, it's, there's no, there's nothing to hate it except for those first. The first season is, I think, unwatchable. First season is tough. Like even when you're watching the first season, you appreciate it so much because mm-hmm. you're like. This is what the, this is where they started, and God, this is like they grew into the show. It's They're a com- like, we know like, how to it's make a, this. It's a completely different. It's a standard, regular, mm-hmm. regular sitcom that first season. And they even had like the will they, won't they with with Elaine and yeah. and, and if that would have continued, I would not have cared about that. I don't care if those two ever fucking get together. <laughs> but then once they said, "Oh fuck it, let's just make them all terrible bad people," <laughs> and then sprinkle in some of the best side characters of all time, yeah. that'll do. And but like it's. That like they um, they almost got canceled three years in a row because nobody was watching it because it was up against uh, Home Improvement and everyone and now like now Not I'm looking back and I'm going yeah. I'm going back and like who the fuck would watch Home Improvement but then I thought back like I was watching Home <laughs> Improvement over Seinfeld yeah. and then you go back and you compare season one Home Improvement to season one Seinfeld Home Improvement's a better show better actors better mm-hmm. everything. Yep. And then Home Improvement stayed Home Improvement, and Seinfeld became one of the greatest comedies of all time. Uh, anyway. And then we were making it better. Uh, well, we're making it different. <laughs> we're making it different. My, my Newman, uh, see, I had to make this, tr- I, I need it. So we got Stone Cold yep. as, as my Jerry. I had to go Vince McMahon for my Newman. Okay. Just because they got that built in, uh, that. the hatred. Man, can you imagine knocking on the door? Hello, pal! <laughs> that would be great. I would love that. And plus, you know, he's going to die soon, hopefully. <laughs> and, and, and we need to give him something to do. No, he's going to get the XFL thing going on. Hopefully he leaves wrestling. Oh. Even, though, even though I read that he's going to take a bigger role in NXT. Why would you do that? What? Vince? Yeah. Because it's going to FS1. So him and Kevin Dunn, the fucking... Beaver? Shittiest fucking wrestling writers of all time. Oh, no. Are like Listen, well, right now, like they don't. Mm, they're so disconnected. Kevin Dunn's not a writer. The whole be- the best part Kevin of Dunn, NXT is like how far removed they are from what the well, WWE Kevin, does. Kevin Dunn does production, mm-hmm. and I think that would be the only way you could improve NXT. Would would give some of those production. Come on, over the years, Kevin Dunn has done some shit that mm-hmm. like like the like every once in a while you'll see stuff where like. Like way back when, when Shawn Michaels has the, he's got the mirror up and he's teasing his <laughs> mullet, and then from over his shoulder in the mirror mm-hmm. you see Marty Jannetty come up, and it's like, well, that's a great shot. That's it's a fucking great shot. Great. Do you know it's a terrible shot? Mm-hmm. Having people backstage watching, a, watching TV, yeah. standing next to it, giving themselves the worst angle, so that you can see they're watching TV. It's terrible. I'm saying if that's the, if that's the only change that happened, I and then Vince McMahon's gonna be in charge. That's the one I worry about. Kevin Dunn's not writing shit. Right. Kevin Kevin Dunn's doing making it look TV appropriate. It's TV appropriate now. Man. I know, but you know, I what like I mean. how dark it is. Uh, anyway, you know, it's, it's gonna be terrible. Anyway, he's my Newman. Let's move on to the uh, now the good stuff. Yeah, the soup Nazi. I have the perfect wrestler to play the soup so Nazi. I'll let you go first then. True McIntyre. Why? He's got that scorn face. He does look like he's constantly upset. like him just standing there, six foot five. Mm-hmm. You're not. That's an intimidating soup Nazi. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna no. question shit about that. See, I I went I went a different route. Uh huh. Soup Nazi, great character. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do a lot. Doesn't do a lot. Like he, got, honestly, uh, we we I shared a hotel room next to uh, soup the Nazi? soup Nazi. Uh, uh, the, he gets real <laughs> upset when you yell. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? That's his life. Also, he was at like so. He was at the hotel next to us, right? Um, because we were at a we were at WonderCon. Yeah, WonderCon. Yeah. Um, and then my friend who I went with paid the money, paid the sixty bucks to get a signed book and a picture with him. Yeah. For him to do the soup Nazi thing. You you can't get too upset at people yelling at you when that's kind of your only thing, mm-hmm. and you're making money that weekend doing it. The problem with this is right. Mm-hmm. You can't go to conventions yeah. if you're that guy, and you if you if you're that well, guy. Well, you go to conventions because you're making money. But doing I mean, this if you're that thing. guy and you have a problem with that shit, you can't mm-hmm. go to conventions because that's what those people are there for. In his defense, he was just taking out some trash, and people were yelling at him, and he was just like, right. He was, he like waved and did like the like he didn't. He seemed annoyed, 
But he didn't act annoyed. He wasn't like he wasn't yeah. like, oh, like, please he, leave me alone. He's like, hey. Dur- okay, so during please. during the convention, mm-hmm. he's got no room to complain. Yeah. But just imagine mm-hmm. everywhere he goes, everything he does, mm-hmm. every human he sees, he could change his look. Wants him to do the soup Nazi yeah. thing, and that guy's been in shit. He's been in movies and television shows, none of which you know yeah. because nope. all I you don't. ever see, even when he pops up in movies, like he's done a bunch of stuff in the eighties, like action movies. He's just mm-hmm. like random dude. Number two, I don't see that. I just see Soup Nazi yep. in that Die Hard movie or something, and that's sad. But here's the thing: Soup Nazi, great character, but he doesn't do anything. Uh-uh. He just has the one thing, and the one thing he does is great. Yes. If you asked him to star, like if they had an episode, you know, sometimes sitcoms will do episodes where mm-hmm. like they take the whole cast and they're gone, and it's just one of the side characters. Like like uh, it's always Sunny. He's got to find his wife who left him. Like uh, mm-hmm. like like the who's the the hobo from uh, It's Always Sunny? Uh, what's his name? Nichols. Cricket. Cricket. Yep. So every once in a while, they'll give him an entire episode where none of the cast is in. It's just him and his story. You couldn't do that with Soup Nazi. No okay. one would want to watch it. Got it. But the one thing he does. So memorable, so great, which is why I went with Mr. Bill Goldberg, because <laughs> Bill Goldberg sucks uh-huh. at almost everything they ask him mm-hmm. to do, except for the, the what the 60-minute matches where he does two moves, screams at the crowd like a crazy person, and then leaves. Yep. The entrance is good. What little he can do mm-hmm. is good. Perfect. But I don't want to see a 30-minute Bill Goldberg match. I totally understand. And you know what? Kudos to you for casting a Jew as a Nazi. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but there you go. Kudos. Well, he wasn't a real Nazi. Come on. All right. Next up, Jay Peterman. Yep. Well, this is, uh, I like this one a lot. Easy for me. Uh-huh. Shane McMahon. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. Uh, similar kind hair. A, similar hair. Uh, I think Shane... So Shane, I, I complain about as a wrestler a lot. But as his, yeah, as his heel persona... Uh-huh. He's funny. I think he's very funny, and I think he could play an aloof character like Jay Peterman. Because mm-hmm. I think I think his Jay Peterman would be his impression of his dad. Yeah. That's how he would play it, yeah. and I yeah. think that would be funny as fuck. My problem with Shane McMahon is when he's the bad guy uh-huh. and he's and he's getting his ass kicked or cheating to beat the good guys. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. But when he's beating guys, beating them up of, with shitty punches, based on his skill. Mm-hmm. It's like, not only, like, even, okay, back in the day when he was in his mid-twenties doing this, yeah, it still kind of was, it still didn't make any sense, mm-hmm. like how he's beating people, but the fact that now he's 50 and he's still doing this, like... Best in the world. Oh my God. Like, I like that. They made someone who clearly wasn't a wrestler mm-hmm. win the best in the world tournament. <laughs> That's funny. But now they're treating him as if his character truly is the best in the world, and I know this is wrestling and it's all fake anyway, but it makes no sense yeah, how I, he actually is the best in the world. Now. I still don't understand how, like, when he's like as a heel, uh-huh. has these matches with like top guys. Mm-hmm. How it's not a three minute squash match. How they're just not beating the like when he's by himself. Yeah. How they're just not beating the shit out of him. They got to make him look good. Right. Kevin Owens should have should have. He still, Kevin Owens still had to do a low blow to beat him. That should have been the fit with a minute fifty. Yeah. However, Goldberg gets Ziggler. That should have been thirty. That should have been the only thirty-minute match Goldberg could have had because all he would have to do is stand up. Yep. He wouldn't have to do shit. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Who do you got? Who do I got? Uh, I, this one was tough. I couldn't think of anyone that would be a good Jay Peterman. So I just went. Uh, I was like, who? Who makes? Who entertains me by sitting behind a desk? Because right. that's all I really saw Jay Peterman do. And I was like, you know what? William Regal behind that desk in the uh, in the in the early two thousands when he was the commissioner talking uh-huh. to Jerry or as uh, or as my Jerry Seinfeld would say Ta Jerry I like that uh, I like William Regal a lot in there I fucking love William Regal in anything as soon as you said behind a desk mm-hmm. I thought oh he's gonna go Michael Cole and that would be good too yeah yeah <laughs> as Jay Peterman Michael Cole. you know what uh, Byron <laughs> Saxton wouldn't be bad as as, yeah. as him um, get Corey Graves out of there man that's too much Corey Graves what too much, man. What? Like he's all over the place. He had such a fucking great line yesterday. What was like? like the whole he, he every show he'll have a couple lines that make me laugh, mm-hmm. but then like I, you can he, tell when he's getting fed stuff. Yeah. And you're like, dude. You know what I like about him? Like you have the the, the heel announcers and the babyface announcers. Mm-hmm. So when 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 one of the characters, one of the wrestlers, goes from heel to babyface, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like like Jerry Lawler, he would all of a sudden be like, well, I like him now. Huh? Mm-hmm. That that thing, right? 
Corey Graves is the only announcer where it's like, no, I still fucking hate that guy because, like, like Elias. He's always hated Elias, even since NXT, and he still hates him. Sasha Banks, the same thing, and it was the fucking greatest moment because she comes out last night. I don't understand. There's one thing that bothers me. The wig? She comes out, and she she's always had this, this weird purple hair. Yeah. So she comes out, and she, she turns on Natalia, and she beats her up. And then she removes her purple hair, and this is a wig, and now she's got blue hair. It's like, oh. as I, I don't understand yeah, why I don't understand why did, that was what's I, symbolic. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. it. But she's, she's I'm leaving Raw. But she starts. Blue brand. She, she hugs. She hugs Natalia. Then she turns on her, beats her up, and Corey Graves has a has a fuck just a legitimately great line. Uh, new hair color, same true colors. <laughs> she's always been bad. I fucking he's great. Don't don't ever don't you ever say anything I bad like about Corey him. Graves. Would like a little less. You know what? We get a little less Corey Graves. We get more Renee Young. We get more Renee Young. Uh, just let her talk. Get out of her ear. We get more. Uh, Okay, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. If you let her do what she can do by herself, yeah. it'd be much better. But that's not the way it works. All right. Michael Cole does a fine job. He's learned. <laughs> Corey Graves does a good job. He's getting fed the same shit that uh, that Renee Young's getting fed. I, I don't think Renee Young has the same freedom as the other two do have yet. I, I think she, when she does, yeah. you're going to see a much better announcement. I don't think she will, though. I think she will. No, like, no, no, no. I don't think she will get the freedom, is what well, I'm I, saying. I think she will, eventually. Vince has got to leave sometime. No. Saying that for 20 years. All right. Now, Tim Watley. Yep. I was guessing that you went with Tim Watley simply to talk about Isaac Yankum DDS. Mm-hmm. And I think that's who you picked. Now mm-hmm. you're looking at me, I don't think you picked him. So I didn't pick him. By the way, that if you don't know, if you don't watch wrestling, Isaac Yankum, DDS, I Yankum, was, was the evil dentist character yes. in wrestling. And to my knowledge, the only dentist character in wrestling. To my knowledge. In the WWE, for sure, yeah. I'm sure there was somebody on the somebody, circuit. Somewhere. Uh, so I didn't go with him just because I thought you might. Okay. So I had to go with another person who's a dentist, but this person is an actual dentist. Okay. She actually went to dental school. She practices dental whatever, medicine, I guess. I, this is my only non-WWE person. I went with Britt, Britt Baker, okay. Dr. Britt, Britt Baker, DDS, I guess. But but the, what I like about that is it's not really her character. Mm-hmm. She's not. She doesn't go out there in the white coat with a drill or something. It's just no. It's just it's just like, knowledge that she the, also is. A, and you know what? I don't know how many people have the plan B. Like clearly wrestling. <laughs> like to her, it seems to me like wrestling was plan B. And she's like, I'm gonna go get, do this dentist thing because if let's say I make Even it. Even if you make it, you've got such a small right? window of actual. Right? And I and I think honestly, I, women don't last as long as men do mm-hmm. because women want to have kids, right? Yep. And also. They kind of fire you if you if you don't look great, and yeah. even even now today it's better for women in wrestling. Still, it's not if ideal. you if if you listen if you if you don't keep it in business, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon's not going to keep you on the payroll. Yeah, what do you call it? I watched uh, or I read an article with uh, Alex Shelley who mm-hmm. like went back to school and stuff after because he was in TNA for a bit, and he's like, yeah. uh, once you realize like how misused you can be, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I should probably get some. Right back this thing yeah, up. No, nothing will make you reconsider college like TNA. TNA wrestling. It's like, oh yeah, I'm out of here. Um, also, Mrs. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> another, another. So that's, there's my WWE connection. Cool. Um, so mine is, is it is it Isaac? Yankum? It is not Isaac Yankum. Oh man, I could have used them. Um, I went with somebody who because Tim Watley's got that air of I'm better than you, even at his party. Is it Jericho? No oh, man. Jericho? I went the Miz. I think he would be great, Tim Watley. You know what I think of that pick? Great. No. What? I think it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would be perfect. Like, and like he already like I, I mostly thought of this because last night him and Ziggler were going at it, and mm-hmm. Ziggler was my Jerry. Yeah. And I could see that whole like little little beef. Question. Go for it. Let's assume we're not counting The Rock. Okay. And let's assume The Rock is a good actor. <laughs> All right. Is Miz the best actor? Is is Miz the best wrestler slash actor of all time? Hmm. Because I've seen him do dramatic stuff. Yeah. I've seen him do action stuff. And and to me, when I watch like when I watch like an action movie, I don't believe when I see people like The Rock and John Cena who yeah, are yeah. that fucking like like. There's never been a cop that looks like John Cena ever. There's never been any sort of athlete. 
or 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 detective, yeah. firefighter. That it looks like that man. Even even like military movies, like The Expendables. Yeah. You know, like when you see pictures of like SEAL Team Six, mm-hmm. they're just CrossFit guys, man. Yeah. Those are guys that like they've realized. Guess what? Endurance is better. Right. In this situation, but, than being able to lift six hundred pounds deadlift. But the Miz mm-hmm. looks like a guy who's just in really good shape. Yeah. And I believe him as a guy who can fight. I believe him as a guy. And, like, I like how, like, every movie detective looks like, like, the worst, like, physically the worst shaped movie detective of all time is Bruce Willis from Die Hard, who is still in much better shape than most people. Mm-hmm. But if you look at, if you watch Forensic Files and you look at, you look at who the detectives are. They're guys that look like you and me yep. plus 15 years. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a, like there's not a lot of action that goes into uh, doing these things. We're, uh, we're, we're on the desk a lot. Paperwork. Desk, desk duty. Paperwork solves oh, crimes, James. It's important. It's important. All right, our last one. Last pick. This, I'm, I'm happy with this last one. I'm only happy about this last one because I get to talk about this person. Because as a kid, I was the only person who liked this guy. Like, you know, there's there's people in the wrestling world that people just kind of make fun of as being, like, lame or just not... Even if they were good technical wrestlers, they're just like, nobody likes that guy. Like like a Billy Gunn. Like, nobody likes yeah. Billy Gunn. I liked Billy Gunn, but I've resurrected this man to, to, <laughs> to come in here and be my putty. Uh, I, partly because I want to talk to him and partly because if Elaine is Stephanie McMahon... Mm-hmm. This guy is someone that she could get, uh, she could have a relationship with without technically really liking him. So I went with Test. <laughs> I gotta go Test. I when I was when I was like fifteen, my favorites in this order. And this is a weird. This is a weird top three. Mm-hmm. It was Steve Austin. Yeah. Steve Blackman for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and then Test. I oh, love Steve Test. Blackman could have been soup Nazi. I, yeah. Yeah. Or the Harris brothers who are legitimate Nazis. We no. <laughs> could have gone with the both of them. Dual role could have done on Olsen twins. So I don't want to say I celebrated when Tess died. What? It wasn't a celebration. What why would you It was a culmination of me being right though. Well, if you looked at that man in those last couple of years, so, it looked like he was going to pop. Yeah. So what happened was my friend Izzy Israel mm-hmm. he made the statement. Test is world championship material. He's got world champion written all over him. And I'm like, no, no, he doesn't. Like, it's not going to happen. And then the scary parts happened where he went to ECW. Mm -hmm. Clearly could have been world champion in ECW. (laughs) Yeah. Even worse, showed up at TNA (laughs) and I was so scared. He's going to be a TNA champion at some point and my friend's going to be right. No. And then he died. He, and I was right. And by the way, I he don't even think been. I don't even think they would have given him. I the think title. they would have given him the ECW title at some point. At, when he popped up in TNA, I remember looking at him, going, "Oh my God, your head is so tiny compared to the rest of your bloated body. Yep. You need to stop doing steroids. Come on. It's like you you're big enough. Like you're not getting over not because your body." You're not getting over because you're terrible in the ring. No, that's not true. That's not true. I enjoy a test match. <laughs> I do. I would. I. 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 I, I the think big of, boot. I enjoy the test All matches. Right. I enjoyed the Shane McMahon test match. Um, I enjoyed. There was um. Oh, the Brock. Le- Go back and watch the Brock Lesnar versus Test match from like 2006, I think, or 2005. He was good. He was not as good as. Listen, if he could talk. Championship material. <laughs> when he was in the Un-Americans, the whole Canadian thing, yeah. that was good stuff that, that he was, was doing. Stuff. When he was with, uh, he's a solid mid Carter. When he was with uh, uh, Stacy Keebler and, and mm-hmm. just convinced he was the eye candy of the two, of the two, yep. that was good stuff. The Scott Steiner stuff was good. What was up with his eyebrows towards the end? His whole face, right? He was getting shit done. No, I think it was just, just the, the fucking roids? the roids. Like it, he just he was doing. It looked so like he much. was. It was. It was like him and Johnny Mead were going to the same face <laughs> person. It felt, that's what it was like. Uh, All right, so fucking Johnny Mead. <laughs> so my uh, my putty, somebody that could fill out that eight ball jacket. Yeah, somebody who I think <laughs> I about the eight ball. Somebody <laughs> who I think has that type of dry humor. Yeah. Who could really kind of pull it off. Mm-hmm. I went Cesaro. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I think he could be hilarious. I thought you were going to go uh, uh, six when you said eight six. ball jacket. Um, I guess six ball would be. You call me the six ball. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so there we go. I have my my cast is uh, Jerry. Uh, we got Steve Austin as Jerry. We got Kurt Hawkins, who none mm-hmm. of you know, as George. We got Stephanie McMahon as Elaine. Goldust as Kramer. Yeah, you're 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 no right. team. Uh, Vince McMahon as Newman. Goldberg as a soup Nazi. Willie Ringel as Jay Peterman. Britt Baker, who also none of you know, as Tim Wally. Uh, and I got Test, my favorite wrestler, as Putty. And you have. And here is my Seinfeld list: Jerry, Dolph Ziggler. Kramer, Elias, Elaine, Bailey, George, Xavier Woods, Newman, Paul Heyman, Soup Nazi, Drew McIntyre, Jay Peterman, played by Shane McMahon, Tim Watley, uh, The Miz, and then Putty is Cesaro. Yeah, normally I ask for you to send in emails as to which one of us you think did better. Uh, don't do that, because I agree Jinx won. I think Jinx did a better job with this one. But now, before we end, let's get to Julie Butler Brown's email. Basic bitch stuff here, Julie. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Now she didn't. She didn't go. She didn't include reasons why she cast these people, but this is the basic of the most basic bitch stuff I've ever read. Jerry Seinfeld. She cast. Would you like to guess? Uh, she went John Cena. <laughs> Very close. Take another guess. <laughs> Extremely close. Um, Maybe two years off. Two years up. Yeah. The Rock. She went Roman Reigns as Jerry oh Seinfeld my. for no fucking <laughs> reason. Would you like to guess who she picked as Elaine? <sighs> Becky Lynch. Again, very close. Ronda Rousey. No. Oh. <laughs> As Kramer, who do you think she went with? Edge. Mankind. Why? I don't know. <laughs> as As George, she went with? Vince McMahon. Kevin Owens. I can see that. As Newman, she went with. And this one, Julie, you're, you're wrong. You're just <laughs> fucking wrong. As Newman, she went with. Um, Seth Rollins. <laughs> Bray Wyatt. No. Uh, her soup Nazi, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I can see that. And then she prefaces this with she doesn't remember these Seinfeld characters, so she's just throwing shit out there. Okay. Uh, Tim Tim Watley is Jerry Lawler, and Putty is Dean Ambrose, which is also a bad, bad cast. But she throws a little shade your way at the end of this email. She says, parentheses, she added the smiley face with that's crying with laughter, so she doesn't mean anything by it. All right. Uh, I can't believe Jinx still doesn't know the show's email. <laughs> you it's changed. It's changed. Not in the last year. And you get it right every other time. <laughs> anyway, Julie, I can't believe it either. Your your uh, your list is dog shit, though. I'm trying to think of the email now. <laughs> if you would like to send in an email to the show, how would it go about doing it? You should it, send that to ntrpodcast at yahoo.com. That's correct. Who knows it now? You and Julie Butler Brown yeah. know it. So thank go ahead you. and send us an email. Let yeah. us know uh, what's up. Yeah, and uh, if, uh, by the way, most of you stopped listening to this once we said we were talking totally about wrestling. Totally understand, and we sweated for no reason. Uh, we talked about movies. Jesus Christ, look at this. Look at that. Yep, it's a hot one. Mm. Like seven inches from the midday song. Oh, I'm right in the middle of the sun's nailing me. Is that hitting you right now? It? <laughs> yeah. It's noises. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> Later. Lick a little bit with the 
pain that I bring, you know it's only the beginning. Stop off, cause you're the next one, and I'm about to kill. You don't believe it, but I'm betting that you will. Stop off, I'll let you live a little bit with the pain that I bring, you know it's only the beginning. Not breaking the beginning, psycho. From this moment on, this will be the moment starting now of the genesis of McGillicuddy. I have to bring it up. Gully Bully, <laughs> the promo on Caval in NXT, they're like, shit, we just won't tell you and you, you go out and sink or swim. Michael McGillicuddy <laughs> thought he'd won season two of NXT and they sent him out there and they said, and the winner, oh, it's Caval. And they just give the mic to Hennig, here, go cut a promo, you've lost. It's the error of McGillicuddy, buddy, you know? <laughs> but he's like, he just cuts a Jerry Seinfeld promo on Caval. It's like, what's the deal with that wetsuit you're wearing? You going swimming? <laughs> Golly, golly. <laughs> Who, whose boy is this? Boy for sale. Boy for sale. <laughs> you wear a wetsuit to the ring where you going swimming? What does that mean? Caval. It means flute, I think, right? Look it up. It means flute. 